Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everybody, namaste. Well, she had me at hello. It's Linda Pollock. Hello. Oh, uh, you again. Then. You've had me again. <laughs> uh, Linda, Linda. Well, everyone will be aware. And first of all, hello to everyone at home. I've, 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 barely, yes. I've just I've jumped straight in with you, Linda. I hope you're all right. Uh, I hope you're all right at home. Thank you to continually to, to continuing to listen to our humble podcast, yeah. Linda and. Lovely to meet all you guys, but I'm more concerned with Linda because last time, you remember, Linda was looking for a job. Yes, I was. Linda, keeping it light, tell us all about it. I'm still looking for a job, but I have a couple of irons in the fire. Oh, lovely. Let's hope they don't end up like the other ones. I can tell you about one which requires some visuals that I'm having to put together, right? So I've had to put together a showreel. It's a shopping channel. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. So I've got various little clips of me measuring small things with a big ruler. You know, Good going, God, this right. is lovely for day wear, but you can also translate it into evening wear. And just for size, there we go. And I'm measuring it. Well, that's very good. That would definitely get me to buy something. Definitely, because sometimes it is just about the measurements, isn't yeah, is it? Is it just rulers you're selling? Or, um... Yeah, mostly, yeah. It's the stationary oh. channel. <laughs> that was a funny joke, wasn't it? <laughs> Hold on. And the other one is a an approach I've had from an old friend of mine I used to work with. Right. Who is now working in a department that I cannot tell you about. Go on, yes. Offering me a job that I could tell you about, but if I did, I'd have to kill you. Oh, my God. I'm having sex at the moment. It's nothing like that, is it? I Well, I can tell you it's not that, but I can't tell you anything else. Oh. Would you like to scrape my bottom one day? It's also not that. Okay. Although I've not ruled it out. <laughs> no, Okay. Right, so that what is that? It's something very, very secret. Secret, yeah, none of your business. Oh my! So it's like a what is it like an undercover? Can't tell you, Clinton. Talking. You might find out. Okay, well let me tell you this: Have you been watching the old man? Which one? The. the I'm watching one now. (laughs) There we go. 
No. It's a television programme. I haven't. What's it about? An very, old man. Very good. Anyone else watching it out there, I thoroughly recommend it, but it's about a man who's sort of undercover, which presumably is something you're going to be. Is that what you're hinting at? That's what at? you're saying. I'm not hinting oh, at anything. Oh, OK. Well, watch very, very closely. Well, you won't see anything. You won't see anything, but she may have to stop working with me. And then, God, we will be in trouble because we'll have this one back. I've been watching you sitting on the toilet with your, your trousers, trousers and your pants down. down. I, I want to tell you now about getting to the ghosties yeah. and the ghoulies because I know that people do want to get on with the supernatural. This, this well, the past week, you know, we were up in... Um, Charlie. Do you remember we had the yes. lady from Charlie? The Cushion Place. The Cushion Place. And there's a chap called Ian James who also works there. Yeah. And listen to what he told me. Oh, there's been loads of sightings of ghosts in here. I mean, it's been open for 110 years, so people say there was one story of a, um, a set builder. He was on stage building a set and a woman came in and spoke to him. By the time he got down on the set, she wasn't there. What did she look like? Uh, she was dressed sort of normally, but today it turns out he, he spoke. He went home and he said, "I spoke to this person." Normally for Charlie, which normally is normally yeah, yeah, like nineteen seventies stuff. Nineteen seventies stuff. Yes. Yeah, shell suit. Yeah, yeah. It's, only, it's only ten years ago. I. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm joking. You know I am. Yes. And so she was. She was dressed normally. She was dressed normally, but then he went home and he said, "I just spoke to this woman tonight," and then someone said, "Oh, but she died last night." Okay, it's a bit vague, isn't it? it the is whole really... thing. Yeah. What else? There's a, there's a story, I found this out recently, that um, there's a bloke on his own and the pits was open for the orchestra and there was a piano in there. Right, go on. And the piano started playing. You're joking? No. Who is this? Where, who, where, who? Where? This was a guy called Sean. He's an experienced director here. He's been here since 1972. And he went in the orchestra. He what was he doing when he, he heard the orchestra? They were setting up for a show, and he was the last one in. Yeah. And then the, he just heard the sound of a piano playing, and he wandered down to the orchestra pit, and the piano were playing on its own. It wasn't one of them. You know what I'm going to say? It's one of those, you know, steam-powered ones they used it, to it, have. Well, I, as, as far as I know, it wasn't. But that's what he says. What was it playing? It was an old-time musical song. What? I'm a ghost. I'm, I'm a ghost. A, I'm a ghost, yeah. No, I, I, I'm yeah. coughing up. He's, I've he's, got cholera. It's from the old days. Yeah. He says he, he was so scared he ran and locked the door and ran out and then yeah, when he came back he made sure all the people were with him. Right, well, I believe that. Who is he, Sean? What? Sean. Sean he's a, Sean What's Duxbury. his surname? Duxbury. He's a proper local lad. Duxbury, proper Charlie. I name. am going to get in touch with Sean Duxbury yeah. and we're going to have an interview with him. Well, he directs shows here. Yeah. He's, How can uh, I get in touch with him? Um, I can get you his details. He's directing a show here in March, so he'll be, he's around. Well, listeners, we're going to speak to Sean Duxbury because it sounds like the sort of thing I've experienced and I would like you to experience too. But there are other stories as well, aren't there? Can you just... What was the one you, t you mentioned to me about the cleaner who saw something? We had a cleaner who was here regularly and she was on her own a lot and she yeah. left because she kept being scared by the shadow man. The shadow man. The shadow man. <laughs> yeah. And what was he? Uh, well, a shadow man was, she said, someone who came into the bar and then walked through the bar and went out another area that's not, a, it's not there anymore. So you went through the wall, which used to be a door, nicer wall. And she said he kept coming in. And the 
The downstairs here, you can see brickwork where it was back-to-backs. Yeah, it was back-to-back houses. As what Estelle did say, that, there, there, that a figure used to cross. But what, what did you say crossed a, a lady? Yeah, it's a Victorian lady and her child that would take the path that the back-to-back housing was, which is, sort of matches our aisle seats. Who so. saw this? Was it you? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it. It's actors on stage. Who knows what goes oh, through the mind of actors? Pricks. Yeah. Actors on stage, I bet. All high as a kite, probably. That probably, lot. yeah. Sitting around, nothing to do all day, getting triggered by <laughs> the thought of having to work for a living. Okay, well, let's not listen to actors. Well, Linda and I got in touch with Sean Duxbury. Of course we did. And here he is. We are delighted to welcome Sean Duxbury. He's a theatre director. He's been at the Charlie Little Theatre, putting on shows since 1972. Is that correct, Sean? That's right, all those years ago. Wonderful. And this is the fella, ye of little faith, including you, Linda. Yeah. Who saw, uh, and yes, that's right, Sean, she does have a face like a slap task. You don't believe any of it. Hey, are you reading his mind? Because he never said that. <laughs> I am reading his mind, yes, as it happens. And uh, Sean, stop thinking that of her, please. I'm Please-. sorry. It's just, it's just one of those things. <laughs> yeah. It's three of those things, if you knew what. <laughs> anyway, don't matter. Anyway, listen, Seanio, uh, do, can I call you Seanio? You're perfectly correct. Yep. Okay, no problems. I think I'll stick with Sean. It's Pushing stu- the boundaries It's there, a stupid thing to say. Let's get on with it. Sean, I'm led to believe from Ian, who works at the Charlie Little Theatre, which we know is haunted, well, that you saw a piano forte playing on its own. Will you tell us the story, please? And Linda, can you put on the bloody spooky music, oh, please? Thank you. Sean, Seanio, continue, EO. Right, okay. So we're going back a number of years to when I was about 17 or 18. So we are right. looking back... Uh, early 70s maybe righty how and uh, i was a member a, a member of the youth section of the theater at that time and we used to meet together on saturdays saturday yes. afternoons at the theater so now what it used to happen that in turn one of us had to lock up and turn all the lights off and that sort of thing is you know, just just normal sort of stuff and it yeah. was my turn yeah. so everyone had left i went up to the lighting box in the theater to turn the lights off right and uh I heard a piano playing. So at first I thought, well, it's somebody's walking outside with a radio or something. And in those days, we used to have a window in the lighting box that you could actually see onto the street outside. Yes. So I looked outside, no one, absolutely no one there, but I could still hear the music playing. So, and then thought, well, maybe there's somebody in the theatre. So I actually went out of the lighting box and went on to the director's box where you can overlook the auditorium. And I could distinctly hear a piano playing in the orchestra pit. So I thought maybe one of somebody's come back in and actually playing the piano. So I actually went downstairs. I can't tell you what the tune was, but it was just piano playing. You can't. Was it classical or was it something the order of the day, Mark Bolan or something? A bit of honky talk. Onky Tonk. It was just, I would say, something from a musical, maybe. Right, That's okay. Sort of yeah, yeah. So as I went into the auditorium and went down, the music stopped. And I just walked over to the piano and the orchestra pit, and there was no one there. 
absolutely no one there whatsoever. So I just shot out of the theatre in... Um, I thought you said something else there. So did I. I well, I think I almost did something else at the same time. Did you? I yeah. shot out yeah. and went outside and I thought, I'm not going back in there unless somebody's with me. Right. So days before mobile phones, I, actually, I went to the nearest phone box and phoned a friend, Michael, and said, yeah. can you come and help me? And he said, what's yeah. up? And I explained to him. He said, What yeah, was your trumpeter to a company or something, was it? <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that. I wanted to get <laughs> that. get a bass player? Go on. Go on. <laughs> but I wanted I wanted to lock the theatre up, get the lights off, but there was no way I was going to go into that theatre by myself again. So Michael came down. We both went into the theatre, checked. Nobody, nobody was in the theatre. I hadn't seen anybody leave the theatre while I was stood outside. Right. So we went up to Lighting Box, turned things off locked the door, I went out, locked the door again, and I honestly would not go into the theatre alone by myself for years and years afterwards. Right. Seanio, or Sean, as we come to call you, can you, what do you say to doubters like Linda here, who's now holding her head in shame that she doubted? What would you say, Sean? All I could say to her is you had to be with me to experience it. And if you'd experienced it, you would never, ever doubt again that that theatre is haunted. Right. Right. Okay. One thing, Sean, and I'm going to ask it because I know she's thinking it. Mm. You didn't see the keys going up and down, did you? No, unfortunately, whoever was playing it or whatever was playing it had finished by the time I got to the orchestra pit. Right. Don't say right like No, that. I'm just logging it all for my scientific analysis, which is now underway. He was logging it all when he disappeared out the door of the theatre, trust me. <laughs> yep, lights right. on and everything, just straight out. Right. Uh, Sean, that is a fantastic story, and you go straight to the top of our leaderboard. I'm a Believer was a song by the Monkeys. It wasn't that. No, I'm a Believer, and I just want to say... I think Linda is a little bit now, and I want to thank you for that. That has confirmed my belief. Not that I need it confirming, but Sean, listen, if you see anything else at Charlie Little Theatre, would you please come back to me? And I'm not talking about some of the 10th rate acts I have on stage there. I'm talking about the act. I'm joking. I'm talking about anything of a supernatural perspective. Anything at all. Anything at all, I'll be straight back in touch with you. As, as I've got your address now, so I can just get it straight over to you. Yeah, d- d- delete that if you will. But the thing is, Sean, what I was going to say was, what have you got coming up at the theatre? I know you're doing something there in March. For anyone out there in Charlie or Lancashire, yeah, I'm. Uh, we did. Uh, you, you know, we've got a studio theatre. I know next door. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. And I'm going to be directing uh, a comedy. Yes. It's the it's by the Reduced Shakespeare Company, yes. and it's the the long lost first play of William Shakespeare. So uh, it's just got three actors in it, and uh, uh, lo- looks like it's going to be great fun for not just the uh, actors but the audience with um, uh, lots of special effects. Very, very oh. good. Provided by a ghost, well, no like doubt. pianos that play themselves. Pianos that play themselves. You never, you never know. Oui. It could happen. You never know. Sean, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Okay, great. Thanks very Thanks, much Sean. for getting in touch. Thank cheers, you. Cheers, buddy. Bye for now. And now, 
now to your ghost stories from Claire Bryant and Kevin Spindlow from Paranormal Research in York. Linda, if you would do the honours, please. Stick on the spooky okay, music well, first. All right. Here you go. Interestingly, this email didn't send the first time around. Hmm, I wonder why they muse. <laughs> I like the, they've, they've made that really curious, like a ghost got in the machine. <laughs> Maybe it's because... Uh, Kevin is useless with a computer. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> At Paranormal Research York, we get called to investigate houses a lot. Some are real and some are easily explained. A bit like the, the problems with the computer. <laughs> yeah. We got an email that was written in very poor English from a foreign email address. All right, well, how's your foreign? Yeah. So we didn't take it too seriously. But being professional, we sent a reply. Thank you. Very professional. The emails kept coming and the essence was that they were experiencing poltergeist activity. Oh. They invited us to come and see and Whilst thinking we were being set up, we dutifully attended. Yeah. We knocked on the door and were greeted by a young Muslim man who thanked us for coming. They rented the house from a man who lived there as a child and had no activity. It was his parents' home. The said... Hmm? The said... What's that said? The said... The said that they... Oh, they, they said, said... Oh, bloody hell, talk about very poor English. Physician, heal thyself! Kevin Spindlow and Claire Brown. The said that they started hearing strange noises and things being moved. The called their imam. He did it again. Come on, for crying out loud. Get it right. They called their imam, who said, play Quran music and it will move away. The opposite happened. It got worse. <coughs> they called a Catholic priest who came and blessed the house. Nothing, Nothing changed. changed. They called the imam back who said, turn the music up louder. It got worse. They called the priest back who came armed with holy water. Nothing changed. And that's when we got the call. As things escalated, cushions on the sofa were thrown off the sofa with no one in the room. Piles of washed laundry stacked in piles. No. Piles of laundry stacked in piles for each person were found in a pile in the centre of the room. A lot of piles. No one else had been in the room. When we arrived, the spirits showed themselves. They were the previous owners of the house! They did not like foreigners in their home and wanted them out. They were racist spirits. We managed to use the same techniques you used to soothe the spirits. How's that? Vote, vote in Brexit. Tried and tested. Why change it? They faded as soon as they were soothed, moving away. We checked on the family a few weeks later and they had not experienced anything else. All these stories are true. Kevin and Claire, Paranormal Research, York Limited. This is true. You do get racist ghosts. Right. Very I suppose true. they used to be humans and they used and you get an old humans and different times. You you like to think that when people pass into the higher realm. Yeah, they might lose all that they stuff. They lose all that silly nonsense, but I tell you what, I've been up there and coming up here, stealing our clouds. That's what it's like. Oh, you see the, the sort you used to get up in heaven. We're all like-minded. Nowadays, these people turn up there. They don't want to integrate. That's the problem. Up in heaven. You should be lucky. You could leave your, your, your marble doors open. Couldn't you? Nowadays, this lot coming... You'd think that the celestial being would put a stop to all that pettiness. Well, I, I imagine it's very difficult to beat that out of people, isn't it? You know, I think what's I mean, there's a very a lot of Brexit voters up there in heaven. They don't like the Eastern Europeans up there trying to keep them out. I want my heaven back, they're saying, wow. and all that. I bet one of them's my grand. Do you know what she said to me once? All right, you know, steady on. 
for anyone who's going to be offended by this, go on, keep she it said, light. No, 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 it's, she said, you know all this air pollution, it's because we've got too many people on this island, they come over here and they're taking our air. <laughs> well, there you are, you see. I mean, I often think that, you know, when you see, like, Bruce Willis, when he is a ghost on Sixth Sense... Yeah, and he don't know. And Spoiler, he, And he sorry. don't know, and he's wandering around and talking and nobody's listening to what he's saying. A bit like Nigel Farage nowadays. <laughs> he's, he's the Bruce Willis of... And he's got a bit mad as well. Right, so anyway, there's nothing mad about what he's got, so don't cancel me for that. What's he got, Bruce Willis? He's got something like that. Hasn't he? Oh, he's got. yeah. So apologies there. I will delete that later. Nigel Farage, though... Dickhead. You know, dickhead. Anyway, all racist ghosts aside, we will be speaking to the York Ghost Hunters next week. Meant to ask you as well, Clinton. Mm-hmm. You look a little bit tired. How's the tour going? Oh, I'm absolutely exhausted. The tour is going brilliantly. Mm-hmm. The only thing I will say, which I did mention to you a little bit earlier before we... I call it coming on air. We're not coming on air. <laughs> Particularly if the air's been taken up by all the uh, foreigners. foreigners. But, um, no, it's all going very well. The, the tour, and thank you, everyone, who's coming and We've said some lovely, lovely things. What happens is, between you and me, the, we employ, I think the people producing the show, Phil McIntyre, employ some company who put out blanket bomb people with Clinton Baptiste. Right. Uh, Clinton versus it's Ramon Clinton stuff. this, Clinton, Clinton that. that. And it ends up in people's, uh, you know, on their social media for them to comment. Yes. Now, unfortunately, I, for some reason, I'm including this and I see all their <laughs> comments. Very hurtful. You fat Wow. Um, looks like you've eaten all the kids, was another one, inexplicably. No, I will not be going to see this, so I simply get on. It's uh, the people that have to tell you why they're not coming. Yeah. And you just go, why? why Don't come then. Do you ring up the estate agents and tell them why they're not, you're not going to sell your house and <laughs> put a leaflet through? It is, but it's really horrible to see yeah. it. I, I mean, you wonder why I've, I've gone on this diet. It's absolutely horrendous. Looks like he's pregnant, I wow. say. Looks like he's pregnant! You mustn't bow to pressure. You can never satisfy these people. No, I know. It's horrible, though. I, I, mostly, and all you wonderful people out there are so friendly to us. But you stop me from getting too technical, but you forget there's a lot of arseholes out there. Ah, which is why I blocked Ruth. Yeah, well, Just block Ruth, and move on. Bamo. Well, okay. Well, Ruth, um, yeah, okay. I've got. I've heard a lot from Ruth recently. She's going to be appearing over the next few weeks. Oh, bloody! I hell. hope that's going to be <laughs> all right. So c- keep it nice. Keep it nice, people. Please, there's enough misery in the world without being nasty. Do you ever respond? I do. I say, please don't come to the show. It's not for you. You're right, it's shite. Stay away. Do you know what really throws him? What? If you write back, lol. Oh, yeah, I might do She's that. like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's like, it's like this with me. <laughs> they don't need to know that. Don't show them. Oh, it's extraordinary. No, I and mean, what do they, they say? Yeah, yeah, oh, five minutes on Phoenix Nights, and he's shrotting this out. And I go, oh, I've been doing a bloody podcast. I've done, I've done th- three... UK tours, you sick bastard. Do you know what I like to do? Look at their bios. Because then you're oh, like, yeah. oh, right, okay, I'm going to take the advice of this man. Yeah, they're an absolute It's flag shagger. Fl- uh, what? <laughs> flag shagger. That's what they are, these bastards. Right, let's get on with it now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Here is a chap I met who is a lovely fella, and his name's Darren James, and he's one of the directors at the Library Theatre in Darwin. Oh, an intellectual. Yes. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm joined by Darren James, who's one of the managers from the Darwin Library Theatre here in Darwin. He got hold of me and he said, I've got to tell you a very, very spooky story. He was virtually shaking, weren't you, Darren? I was, yeah. Yes, yeah. virtually shaking. He said, you're the man to help me. Darren, please tell us all about what happened. OK, well, I used to be a youth worker um, and I took a group of young people away on a residential um, just the other side of Lancaster, right. um, to an old building, an old hall that was supposedly Set haunted. Set the scene, Christ. Yeah, I'm, just... I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Can we it. have the spooky music, please, Linda? Right. Um, so, anyway, we, we weren't allowed to go into this one room where the woman had jumped out the window years whoa, whoa, previously. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't take up after dinner speaking, Darren. Uh, so, hold on. So, it was a residential home, and what had happened there before, who, who had... Uh, sorry, listeners, dealing with a novice here. So... It was a country house of some description, is that right? Yeah, it was. It was an old, old hall that had been around since the kind of 1300s. She was an old hall, the woman yeah, who threw she herself... Yeah, she Oh, right, OK, carry on. Um, and years previously, yeah. um, this woman was a, a boyfriend or husband or whoever had run away with somebody else, and she, yeah. she, she'd flung herself out of the window of this hall... Right. Um, ...onto the ground below and, and died. Right. Um, and the, the rumour was that she still haunted, haunted the, the building... Okay, so you lot, you turn up with all these. Yeah. What were they? Special needs or they um, retrobate? What would you call them? Y- yeah, nowadays? I would probably call them toe rags. Yeah, toe, toe rags. rags. So yeah. That's the technical yeah. term nowadays. Don't cancel me for saying toe rags. Yeah, so we turned up with them, um, and we weren't allowed in this room anyway. It was locked for whatever reason. But they'll find a way. Yeah. Those bastards. They'll find a way. Go yeah. on. It was, it was locked at both ends. Um, the, the night manager wouldn't open the room anyway. She said she doesn't go up there when it gets dark. Oh God. 
so we set a task for the for the group to go and make a, a horror film, make a ghost film. Okay, um, right, as, yeah. as you do in an old building. This sounds like... A, <laughs> is this just the plot of Friday the 13th? <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, go on. Um, anyway, they came running down the stairs to us as youth workers to say they'd got into the room. Um, hell, yeah. um, and we all went up into the room and it was very cold, very yeah. eerie, yeah. like flies on the wall type room. Right, yeah. Um, so they did a bit of filming in this room, yeah. felt a bit of a presence and all that kind of stuff. God, but, yeah, yeah. Um, went out of the room to do filming elsewhere, tried to go back in and it was all locked again. My God. Locked from the inside? Locked, from, locked from the inside. It was all, it was Yale locked, it was bolted, it was, yeah. Good God, really? Yeah. yeah. And there was no one else there? No one else there. We were the only group there. Um, when I spoke to the manager of the, the complex the next day, I said, did you open the room for him? And that's when she said, she said, no. She said, I won't go up there. She said, I'm the only one with the key. Ye doubters out there. Ye doubters. Well, thanks, Darren. That's 6.5 out of 10. <laughs> Very good. Well, Darren, do you want to quickly say something about any other shows here at the Darwin Library Theatre? Um, yeah, we, we punch well above our weight, so we've got lots of we music. we got me here, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've got um, lots of music coming up, not, lots of comedy coming up in the right. next 12 okay. months. Okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're aiming big. Okay, well, that's not about me, so I'm not all that interested, but thanks, Darren. Keep up the good work. Time now for, for those people who need to go to sleep, need to drop off, need to relax. Mm. More trigger, 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 trigger words. With my next door neighbour, Barry. Enjoy as he takes you through some alcoholic beverages to relax you to sleep. To relax now. A bit of a drink. Little drink. Alcoholic drink. To trigger, trigger, trigger into nice relaxing sleep. A drink. A cowspark. Brandy. He's doing anything for Nice sherry. A sweet sherry. Oh, it's on Some wine. Nice bit of wine. A lovely. Relaxing, drinking some crisps. Marshmallows, some nice crisps. Cheese and onion. Zoe vinegar. A nice night. Trigger, 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 we turn again to my favourite publication, Take a Break, 
fate, fate and, fortune. and fortune. If you would put on the scary music yep. and we'll... We, these are problems, problem problem solving. But with these are like practical problems. Practical problems. Keely Potts, who's a modern-day fortune teller, who use psychometry to see your future. That's holding your stuff and feeling your vibes. Feeling your vibes and seeing if this points you to a solution. OK. If you would be so kind. <clears throat> Question. Is my money definitely gone? Question. I've been scammed and lost all my savings. The fraudsters phoned me and pretended to be my bank's security team and asked for my security code. Oh, that's Easy an old done. one, isn't Easy it? Easy done. Easy done. I was rushed. Sorry. I was rushed, gave it to them, and I've lost £12,000, which is a deposit I was saving for a flat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right up the swanny. I mean, if it's any consolation, you won't get a mortgage now anyway. No. The bank are investigating, but it's going to take a while, and I'm worried I won't get the money back. Can the angels help me? I'm heartbroken at my own idiocy, oh. says Iona, 34 of Devon. Well... <laughs> And the answer is what? The answer is you should go to the police. Right, the answer Definitely. is Definitely, the answer according to this woman, Keely Potts, <laughs> in uh, Fate and Fortune is this. Is forgive yourself with your angel's help as there is no point beating yourself up. Ask them to help you release this. I would suggest, Keely Potts, and I'm a believer in all this, don't turn to the bloody angels. They've got enough to do organising Brexit Police. Police. Go to the police. Don't go to the bloody... The woman's... This person's lost £12,000 saving for a flat. Yeah. You know. And then it continued... That was from Iona at 34. Yeah, Iona, who's still 12 grand down, I dare say. Yeah, look at this. Here we go. So Keely Potts says this, right? No, there's a question. Should I fear the future? Like most people, we can struggle making sure our finances are in order, although we are better off than many, for which I am thankful. My hubby has got a promotion at work. It will be demanding. This is needless explanation. It, it will be demanding, but hopefully it'll be okay. But my job is under threat. Can you tell from this cycling top whether everything is going to work out? Livy, 47 Everton. Now, right, Kelly right. Potts could say, look, there are severe financial problems in the country at the moment. Go and see an accountant. Go and even just see your bank manager. Yeah. Don't, you know, very kindly, you've sent me a cycling top which probably stinks of high heaven. <laughs> but she says this, there is no need to fret. Start, start to look forward to the future without fear. My spirit guide, Greg. Greg! <laughs> well, he sounds like... He's Greg! <laughs> it sounds like... He sounds like either a cyclist or a purveyor of pastries <laughs> and a blow. cheap bacon rolls. <laughs> um, Greg, he's telling me everything is aligning for you. Over the next four years, I can see everything slowly but surely coming together. Yeah. Your husband, this is all from a cycling top. Your husband's job will go from strength to strength. Your job will be safe, but I can see a change by January 2023. Whoops. Seriously, though, a ghost called Greg is going to assure you, is it? I know. I mean, you know... I, I, honestly, I've had a lot of problems. I've got some various tax issues. Yeah. I Have might... you spoken to Greg about it? No, but I might send... I've got a sweaty old top I wore for five aside. I might send that. It reeks. I don't know what it... And it continues. Here, there's the next one. Go on. Uh, it says, uh, slowly but surely, we'll come together. Your husband's job will go from strength to strength and your job will be safe, but I can see a change by January 2023 when you have to do OnlyFans or foot fetish or something. <laughs> so get ready to reach for the stars. Thank <laughs> you.
Okay, this might be from the same person. From the same person. Will my divorce work out? This is another similarly, <laughs> you know, real problematic, you know, life decisions. Yes. Turning to Keely Potts. After waiting until my kids had grown up, I am divorcing my husband of 25 years. Very, very sad. Yes, we've been living almost separate lives for some time now, but this will make things official. I want to be able to move on, and I'm not asking for much, but can you tell from my earrings if this will be a smooth process? Oh, for Christ. <laughs> the answer so she... is no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she says your loved one in the spirit world surrounds you with so much love right now. No, they'd probably be disappointed, because, again, different times, you stuck together. You did in them days, yes. quite right. You've been strong and patient a very long time, and they're telling me there's light at the end of the tunnel for you. I can, from looking at these earrings, she says, I can see you getting a property and signing legal paperwork by March 2023. Amelia, you're going to be very happy and will feel like a weight has been lifted from your shoulders. Judging by these ear earrings, from your ears <laughs> as well. I can also see a new relationship for you. Someone will really click with you. <laughs> Presumably someone who likes really horrible, vulgar earrings who look like two Pringles that someone's bitten into. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, dear. You now, deserve this happiness, so go with it. So Keely's saying, yeah, press on. Yeah, press, press on. on. But, I mean, if you could ever see what these earrings look like, I mean, I think we know the sort of person that Amelia, 56, and Stevenage is. Yeah. She, She's the sort of person who writes into a magazine when yeah. she should be taking some proper advice from a human being that she knows. Pat Butcher, by the look of these uh, <laughs> earrings. Anyway, that is... But, no, I do believe... You know I believe in this stuff. You, you know I But you do. seem to be slightly sceptical about this particular area. I tell you why. Because I think there is proper advice to be had. And I don't think just sending in your sweaty top pants or earrings yeah. is going to really point out. Now, if people want advice from us, and where people have lived a little... Oh, yeah. We, too much, to be honest. Too much. Please get in touch with Clinton at clintonbaptiste.com and we will endeavour yes. to sort out your problems. But what we will not do is go, yeah, don't worry about calling the police because you've been burgled. Just find a feather and um, put it under your pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we do know so because I'm a clairvoyant medium psychic and as for Linda... Yeah, because she's a witch. All right, so we do know stuff. I am bloody not a witch. No, you're not a witch. Linda is shit. How? I pressed the wrong one. She's there. very Sorry. rude. Linda oh. is shit. Sorry, I keep pressing. Linda is shit. Sorry. She's going to get flattened. Something wrong with this. Get in touch with us and we'll sort out your problems. Linda, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be Wait. hunting Ruth down. Oh, Ruth, leave her alone. I uh, don't want to mess with this. Well, go. <laughs> Linda's going to go off for a job interview. I am, and I will not tell you anything about no. the second oh, one. Okay, okay. In the meantime, bye bye for now. Oh, bye. And we're going to play you out with Barry White. Oh. Well, we come to the end of another show. I wanna take you. I wanna hold you in my arms and thank you for being with me tonight. I wanna kiss you all over your face and lick you all over your cheeks. Kiss you on the lips. Stick my tongue in your mouth. Mmm, touch your titties. It's Clinton Baptiste saying thank you to all the wonderful people who were there with me for this episode. The lovely Linda, Linda Pollock. Mmm, and squeeze those buttocks. I want to thank Ian James, Sean Duxbury, Claire Bryant, Kevin Spindlow, 
God, who else was in the shelter? Darren James, Barry, my next-door neighbour. Oh, my God. Well, Linda, I thanked everyone pretty much. It doesn't mean for me to say. I want you to touch me, dear. Touch me, baby. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.